Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Uh, we bless the name of Jesus. Again, for another Sabbath, we got an extensive teaching here, so we're going to have to go ahead and get right on into Word. Um, we're going to read the commandments. Hallelujah. As is the custom of the Israelites to make sure that we continually keep the Word of God ever before our eyes and our minds. But this time, we're going to go over to Deuteronomy, the fifth chapter. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And we're going to start at the sixth verse. I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. Thou shalt have none other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Visit the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generations of them that hate me and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it as the Lord thy God have commanded thee. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor anything of thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates." that the manservant and the maidservant may rest as well as thou. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God bought thee out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God have commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged, and it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit adultery, neither shalt thou steal, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor, neither shalt thou desire thy neighbor's wife, neither shalt thou covet thy neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his ass, or anything that is thy neighbor's. And we bless the Father for the reading of the commandments, the, the word of the Most High, which is eternal. Uh, we thank him um, for choosing us, setting his love upon us as the people of Israel. Um, the Most High is good to us, and he's plenteous in mercy. Hallelujah. And it's a blessing to have an opportunity to be called by his name in this wicked and perverse generation. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the reading of your word. We do humbly ask and request in the mighty name of Jesus for our ears and our understanding to be open as we come before you this day. We need your word. 
We thank you for all things. We glorify the blessed name of Jesus. And we honor you, Father, not only with our lips, but with our labor and our deeds and our lifestyle. So speak to us your words of truth. Have mercy upon us. Remember our frame that we are but dust. Come down upon us. Have mercy. Have compassion. We give you the glory for all things to help us to be the perfected vessels that you have called us to be through thy truth, which is sanctification. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. Uh, we got Elder Becker and uh, Sister Diane and Sister Bob. They made it um, um, down to Pastor Farrell's and place safely, and we thank the Most High for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank the, the Father that any time that when we as a people are, are called upon, that we can actually go and do our Father's will and not have any hindrances in this world to keep us from doing his will. And that's what we're hearing to call. And we bless the name of Jesus for that. Hallelujah. You can't hear. You can't. Y'all cut up the congregational speakers. I hear myself good up here, but it doesn't do no good if y'all can. If I can hear up here and y'all can't hear me out there. I mean, all right. You got the congregational. Can you, how, how are we doing now? Do we need some more sound? How are we doing, most all? Fine. Okay. All right. The perversion of religion today is, is that uh, it has been um, not religion in itself because it's defined distinctively for what it is, distinctively for what it is. Uh, the problem or the issue we have today uh, are the real true people of Yah constantly having association with things that the Most High commanded us to come out of a long, long time ago. And the coming out is for a reason. You come out in order to go in. And there's many times that pastors have been styled in the Bible to be um, Baptist, Methodist, Apostolic, Pentecostal, Missionary, Baptist, so forth and so on. Church of Christ, Seventh-day Adventist, you name it. They have all different types of grocery store labels to put up on everybody who claims to be believers in the Most High. Isn't that right? Now... Assembly together, or what people commonly call church, is not for the purposes of entertainment like the church world is dumb. That has been a means to desensitize us and to keep us in a dumb, stupor state so that we are, one, so that we are not going to perfection and be the spiritual vessels that God called us to be in order to bring forth vessels of sanctification unto honor. So we have misrepresented and been in places that have been misrepresented has misrepresented the purpose of the Most High, and we ourselves have been partakers in it. But after you come to the knowledge of the truth, it's, it's, it's time out for the madness, the foolish, and the folly, and it's time to grow into grace and in the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's time for us to, to no longer be children, but it's time for us to be wise. It's time for us to put away the childish and the foolish things, and it's time for us to grow up and quit being like natural men, but to be the men that God has called us to be. Amen? Amen? And so that's the reason why that we get a lot of teaching. And I also know that in the last days, that there was, as there were false prophets among the people, there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies. Now, a lot of people have not been able to define what a damnable heresy is. A damnable heresy is simply a lie. There will be people that would teach lies and call it the truth. Mm -hmm. 
And if believed, it would cause your soul to be damned. And of course, with Christianity, probably the most perverted religion that has ever darkened the face of mankind on earth, um, no wonder that we have a lot of people going into the eternal lake of fire, um, hook, line, and sinker, in the masses, as it tunes upon millions upon millions upon millions because people put mental assent and choose to believe the lie without any knowledge of the truth whatsoever at all. We've learned from religion how to be contentious with someone who doesn't agree with our persuasion or our perspective in the way that we have been trained and we have been brought up in religion. But the truth is in this word and the truth is not something that jumps out at face value because the book is a sealed book. And the book is only open to those who have a hunger and a thirst to be righteous. And that's the reason why we see so many forms of godliness that is presented before us. Now, the true form of godliness will always deliver from sin. The true form of godliness will also purge you from iniquity. The true form of godliness will allow your heart to be pliable to where that the most high can work with you because he is the potter and you are the clay. He can mold you, not you molding him. He can make you, not you remaking him. He said a statement a long, long time ago. I am the Lord thy God. I am Elohim Yahweh and I change not. And that's the one characteristic and attribute we can understand about the Most High to know that if we come to him, whether it be yesterday, we come today, or we can look way out into the future, that he will be constant. He will remain the same no matter what. Don't care how times have changed or people have changed or perspectives have changed or buildings have changed. The one thing about the Most High is he never changes. The reason why he never changes is because he's already perfect. There's no need for improvement in him because there's nothing that he can himself improve on. He's the only one out of the universe that can create. The only one. Everybody else emulates and imitates what he does. but He's the only one. That's why he is called the creator. That's why he's called by many, many names. And since he created us in his image and we took hook, line, and sink of what the devil has sold us, which was sin, since that time of birth, a man, man has been conforming to the image of Satan. When his spirit comes into us and it compels us, it causes us to keep his commandments, that is the inception of us to now start walking in the newness of life to where now where we was conformed to some grotesque, dark, spiritual reptile of a being, now he brings us out of that darkness and he slowly transforms us and conforms us back into the image of his dear son so that the same glory that the Christ had with the father from the beginning, we also can partake in that inheritance and share in that glory. He transforms us not so we can remain the same dumb, stupid, ignorant, obnoxious, arrogant, overbearing, self-willed, rebellious, wicked people that we once had as a nature. He gives us his Holy Spirit to help us. He gives us his Holy Spirit to, to, to mold us. He gives us his Holy Spirit to continually to counsel us so we can have a real intimate relationship with him so he can know that he is with us always. Because remember he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always even unto the end of the world. 
And make no mistake about it, this world has an end. And the end of this world is coming. It makes no difference. You died 5,000 years ago. This world does have a time and it has an expected end. But only a few people that have passed through this life come into this world through the matrix of the womb is only going to be worthy to obtain eternal life. And in order to obtain eternal life, it's going to take discipline. It's going to take obedience. It's going to have to show us showing that we really do care for the sacrifice, the recompense, or the reward that was made for us to reconcile us and to atone for the transgression, the great transgression that we have all had against the one that created us. So now he's in the process of molding us and we need to allow the truth to mold us because there is no greater deliverance than truth. Jesus said, ye shall know the truth. That means you would have an understanding. That means you'll be intimate with this. You will know. It's not, be something, it's not something done off in the dark, way over in the corner on the side. It's something that you shall know. You shall know the truth. And when you know the truth, that's one thing about the truth. It will make you free. Free from what? Free from sin. Free from bondage. Free from doubt. Free from uncertainty. Free from everything that causes you to be against the will and against the image of a holy, sanctified Israelite. Everything that comes against that, he has shed his blood, sacrificed his blood, his own self to give us freedom. This liberation, we should be glad. He's opened up our understanding. We should be thankful. We should be. We should be. We, we really should be. That out of all the humans that are here on this earth right now, that he chose us a long, long time ago because he set his name up on Israel. Before we get started today, brother, go over to Acts, the uh, second chapter, start at verse 20. We're going to read 20, 21, and 22. You see, there's a, a, a spirit out there that's trying to tell us that God is trying to save everybody in the world. No, let's get the perspective right, brothers and sisters. The king, when he came, he came to his own. And the people that he came to um, end up receiving the name called Jews. When the commandments was given, there was no such thing as Jews. They were only Israelites. Then the house got broke down into two. Israel and Judah, which the name Jew is derived from Judah, meaning the southern kingdom. And I'm not going to waste time, and I'm, it's not really wasting time to give people who are not informed of what we understand a history lesson. Go and read the book for yourself. Hallelujah. But we know where it comes from. And so when, when Christ came, he came for his own people. As a matter of fact, his definition of everyone who was not born of Israel are dogs. Every single one of them, without any compuncture whatsoever at all. That's what he said. And he told his disciples, go not into the way of the Gentiles, and enter ye not into the way of the Samaritans, but go ye to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
not this death, burial, and resurrection, uh, which he was the only one that's ever done that. He gave another order to the apostles. He said, you go out into all the world and you teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. You teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I will be with you even until the end of the world. So he opened access for anybody to become an Israelite, not to become a Christian or a Baptist or Church of Christ or Seventh-day Adventist or Muslim or Mormon or anything else you want to tie your name to. You can go down the grocery store out. There's an area that's called cereal. And you'll see a whole bunch of different labels on those boxes. And this is what religion has done. It's done distorted the real true meaning. But God's people are waking up by the power of the Holy Spirit. They're coming out of her, meaning these false lies and these false religions. And they're coming in to Christ and having an intimate relationship with him. And they're having a great respect and a great honor for everything that the Most High has done to make sure that our name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Not only is our name written down, but he has given us a new name. A new name that we're not going to know until we get there. And so it's, it's a respect, an extreme respect and love that we should have for him after all that he has done. Come on, brother, read. The sun shall be turned into darkness, mm -hmm. and the moon into blood, mm -hmm. before that great and noble day of the Lord come. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. So we, you know, many times we hear this John 3.16 thing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And mind you, they have made belief nothing more than mental assent. And people have taken that lie. And so they say, well, whosoever believe, whosoever believe. And we'll deal with two things right here. All right. Now, verse 21, read that again. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Now, we're going to find out whosoever this is that's going to call on the name of the Lord. Because the scripture says, according to God's holy prophets, which we give thanks for, and everybody who spoke under the inspiration and unction of the Holy Spirit, his prophet just says, for a line must be upon line. That's what Isaiah said. And precept upon precept. Here little and there little. You understand what I mean? So in order to understand John 3.16, that means somebody else is going to speak after this same manner and give us an understanding. Verse 21 again at the beginning. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. So this whosoever is not anybody who just says Jesus. Not anybody who says Yahshua. Not anybody who says Yahoshua. You can pick any one of these names. There's a million of them out there. Amen. Amen. The one thing about our father is he knows the communication of the heart, don't he? Amen. Because out of the abundance of the what? The heart, the mouth do the speaking. So you can twist your dialect or your tongue to speak any kind of way whatsoever at all. But he is the most high and he is the one that discerns the thought and the intent of a man's heart. Amen. So whether man understands you and all these people speaking all this broken Hebrew, whether they can understand it or not, we know one thing about it, that when he confounds the languages at the Tower of Babel, it's amazing how he can understand everything. That everybody said, even if I don't pronounce it, just like you do. 
That's something, isn't it? Hmm? That's something, isn't it? I don't think the most I'm going to be put in a box. Hmm? Well, here we are dealing with that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord again, all right? Verse 21 again at the beginning. I know y'all saying, brother, why does he keep going back to the beginning? Because we have to pound this thing in your head like a hammer. We really do because our, thoughts, our skulls are thick and void of a lot of understanding. So we're going to stick with the book, right? The scripture defined itself. Is that right? Read on, brother. And it shall come to pass. And it shall come to pass. That whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. That whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Read on. Shall be saved. Shall be saved. Now watch this. Ye men of Israel. Ye men of America. Isn't that something? Here we are in the book of Acts after the Most High has already done been, you know, allowed the, the son, the king. Death, buried, resurrected. And here's the apostles teaching after they have received the marching orders of going to all the world. Isn't that right? Yes, and he says, verse 22 again. Ye men of Israel. Ye men of who? Israel. Did I hear you say Israel? Yes, sir. You men of who? Israel. You men of Christians. No. It didn't say that, did it? Christianity is a damn lie. From the word go. Amen. That's exactly what it is. Yes, ye men of who? Israel. Ye men of Israel. And I'm sure some of your finkster muscles would tighten up pretty tight when you hear me say stuff like that. Because you don't have any understanding. Ye men of who? Israel. Israel. Men of Israel. Read on. Hear these words. You hear these words. Who hear the words? Israel. Israel. You hear the words. Read on. Jesus of Nazareth. So we're talking about the Savior of the Israelites. Isn't that right? Jesus, a man proved of God. A man proved of God. Is that right? Read on. Among you by miracles and wonders and signs. And of course, all these people today who say they know the Master, and of course, you know, the Bible says in Mark 16, 17, that these signs shall follow them that believe. So if you really truly believe, then guess what? There's going to be something that's going to accompany your belief. Isn't that right? What did they say about him? They proved to God by miracles, signs, and wonders. Is that what it said? Which what? Which God did by him in the midst of you. Which God did by him by the midst of you. Now, wouldn't it only stand to reason, brother and sister, if we had any sense at all, that if God, by reason of Jesus, turned around and did all these miracles, signs, and wonders through him, and then the king himself said, and these signs shall follow them that believe, in my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Wouldn't an Israelite also have some of these same characteristics, some of these same traits, some of this same, this same power, which is given by the Holy Spirit, which God works through his people. Amen. Today we got a bunch of empty vessels, clouds without water, without any rain at all, wells without water, deep ditches. Oh, they know how to talk. They know how to sound good. When it comes time for the proof of the pudding, who God approves of by the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll find every one of them desolate. Don't have a, no power at all in them whatsoever. This is another way, brother and sister, because it is a sign to let you know that he has chosen you as his people and that his power is in you. Because Jesus said, the works that I do, Shall ye do. And greater works than these shall ye do. And the only works that religion is doing is nothing. Amen. Of course Satan done, done a masterful job of getting people attacking each other hadn't he. Amen. 
all in the name of religion. Amen. 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 So we see that God is the one who did these works through the king. Is that right? Or that he's the same one to do the works through us. And we got a bunch of people who lay claim to being Israelites. A bunch of people who lay claims of being so-called Christians. A bunch of people who lay claims of being everybody has a monopoly. Everybody has an inside track. Everybody knows the most high, but yet they cannot produce one ounce of his power in their belief. I think the most high know who we are. Of course, John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. Isn't that right? Well, we're going to find out what the world is. Isaiah 45, verse 7, 17. Isaiah 45, verse 17. So God so loved the world, right? We need to know what the world is. Because when we hear world, we think it's the whole entire cosmos, the whole entire universe and everything that it consists of. But that understanding is perverted. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Read on, brother. But Israel shall be saved. But who Israel. shall be saved? Israel. But Christians shall be saved. Israel. But America shall be saved. Israel. But who? Israel. Israel. Shall be what? Saved. saved. Read on. In the Lord with an everlasting salvation. In the Lord with an everlasting and with an eternal salvation. Read on. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded. You're not going to be ashamed end. nor confounded, but what? World without world end. end. There go your world that God love. Amen. Israel. Amen. World without end. Amen. Because his, his kingdom is eternal. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 See, the book defines itself. You don't need the public school system of America to try to help you define because, after all, you, you learned in the public school how to say we wish you a Merry Christmas. You learned how to get an unclean rabbit and chase eggs. You learned how to worship the sun and do sunrise service and stuff. And all this you do in the name of God. And that's why the name of God is blasphemed amongst the heathen because all this nonsense and rhetoric that you call belief. And don't have nothing to back it up with. Then when somebody like me come and start talking and stuff, you ask me what's wrong with me when the truth is, what's wrong with you? We live in a time that the prophet says the lies become the truth and the truth has become the lie and therefore people cannot see. They're like a blind man. They go to and fro. They don't even know which way they're going. Well, we're here to open up understanding. We're going to finish up a little bit. We're going to talk about the other side of jealousy. We're going to talk about God's jealousy. Spiritual jealousy. So we're here to be enlightened to God's word, not to be illuminated. Amen. We're already illuminated because we are the light of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord to the king. Glory. Now we live in a world that teaches obedience is legalism. Did y'all hear what I said? Or y'all get paralyzed on me. We live in a world that teaches that obedience is legalism. Yet in their transgression teaching. The people are still sick. They're still bound. And they're still on their prescription drugs. And their pastors, because they don't know the truth, is the cause for all of this nonsense. So now they teach disobedience as obedience. And then they give a bad name to everybody who says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Now what that means is, is see, you see, Israel has got, a long time ago, 
they had, they had started doing the same thing as this same nature that permeates and precedes us today. See, what Israel would do, they figured this sacrifice thing out. So they said, you know what? No big deal. If I sin, I just make a sacrifice. No big deal. Oh, okay, good. Well, I sinned. Okay, I sinned. I'll just make another sacrifice. Get it, get it covered up. All right, no big deal. I, I, so what I sinned, I'll make another sacrifice. And God got weary with their sacrifice. Very weary. He said, as a matter of fact, in the first chapter of Isaiah, he says, you know, I cannot stand this mess away with it. Amen. That's the same attitude that Saul had. Oh, oh I've sinned. He, he would acknowledge his sin now. Oh, I've sinned. See, he said it with his mouth, though. Oh, I've sinned. Oh, hey, I sinned. Okay, Sammy, go and make, make, do what you got to do, repentance or whatever, do a little sacrifice, spread some oil or something. So, I, hey, I sinned. Okay, good. I, I, I sinned. And then, of course, that attitude ultimately led to the rejection. God rejected Saul. And that's what's happened today because people have taken repentance lightly. They've used it as a means of, so what have I sinned? I just repent. God, he's merciful. He got to forgive me. And so they have stretched the bounds of mercy and grace. And they also forget that God is also a God of vengeance. Amen. They also forget that he's the most high of judgment. And there's also words that say you have sinned away your day of grace. So just like yesterday, year, and like today, people are not serious about sin. So therefore, they're completely and still bound. They don't take it. They just, oh, well, no big deal. Hey, I just get on my knees. I repent. Hey, good. Hey, I'm fine and good. So that's why the prophet Samuel said, you know, God doesn't delight in your sacrifices and your burnt offerings. He says obedience is better than sacrifice and a hearken is better than a fat of rams. To obey Israel. To obey. Nobody, especially in this flesh, I don't care who you are, is going to bargain with the most high. Nobody. When we come to his table, the reason is your sins are scarlet. You are the one that need washing. You're not going to tell the one that's perfect that his way is unequal. No, your way is unequal. That's how he works. That's how he reasons. And, of course, a lot of people have gotten to the point where they got so bitter against him, they say, who can even talk to him? Man is already set up and doomed for failure. Amen. Who can reply against him? Like, what in the world? See, that, that's the attitude that we've all adopted in this generation now. And we expect no matter how we live, no matter how we carry ourselves, oh, he, he, he said he'll never leave us, no forsake. He'll always be there. But one thing you missed are the conditions. Because we can read just as much as about our people being saved as we can about our people being damned. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of the king. So people are still bound by sin and they're getting what they call good teaching. They go to assemblies. Oh, you know what they do? They come, come to church. They don't come on the Sabbath because they don't keep the commandments. Right. But they go to that assembly. They say, we lift up. You know what happened? 
the Most High has no choice but to accept our praises. See, he, since we don't do sacrifice, now we got to pray. So we just give him a crazy praise. We just wave our hands up and down, and if we scream, and if we shout, and if we jump, and if we praise him long enough, God has to hear us. And that's what they've done, too. They remind me of them false prophets of Baal. Over there, Elijah cutting themselves, dancing and stuff, and God still didn't hear them. And all they did was they worked themselves up in the motion which they believed to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there you go. Amen. Because, you know, the devil knows how to emulate the Holy Spirit. And they think they receive some kind of blessing. And when they get finished coming down from their spiritual workout, they still bound by sin. Their situation, circumstances ain't changed one bit. So let's just do a crazy praise. Let's just worship the Lord. Forget about the word of God. Forget about the teachings. Forget about, we don't need to obey. Let's just do a praise and he has to hear us. Let's, let's lift him up. Who in the world has convinced us that God is as stupid as man is? So you can't, unless a preacher is getting up here acting a total teetotal bummed out of a fool, like some jackalant hyena, you can't get people's attention today. You can't get them to calm themselves. Sit down and shut your mouth. Quiet your spirit. And hold your tongue. So you can hear some sound doctrine. Some sound teaching that will transform the inner man. No, we can do a crazy praise though. We can Let's lift them up. And wonder why come the condition of people... Perpetually getting worse and worse and worse. You know why? Because God ain't receiving your sacrifices. The sacrifice that comes with praise is obedience. Hallelujah. It's still the same way. Hallelujah. So if obedience is not being taught, then rebellion is being taught. And rebellion is witchcraft. And that's what we do. We use that way to work our ways today. Well, today they teach all these things. And they make us think we have this sweet salvation in the by and by. Well, I'm sorry I come with the message of truth. If I come with a deceitful message, I'm not very good at deceiving then. Because I could care less who hear it and who don't hear it. Because I understand the words of the Most High. He said it makes no difference whether they hear or whether they forbear. You just speak. You're going to know which one's going to hear because their life's going to be changed to a life of obedience. They're not going to make excuses for rebellion. They're going to bring forth an acceptable sacrifice. Hallelujah. They're not going to try to push over Cain doctrine. Hallelujah. So I don't have no sweet message of salvation. All the messages that we have uh, have one main vital ingredient, and that's called repentance. Because that's what changes a man or a woman. Amen? It turns them from their wicked way. Hallelujah. So, yes, we teach what a blessing it is to be from Satan, you know, to be free from Satan's curse. It truly is. But we also teach that there's a responsibility. To have this blessing that comes from God. 
Hallelujah. Ezekiel 44, starting in verse 23. Let's hear, the, let's hear the word of the Lord. Amen. Read on. And they shall teach my people. They shall teach my people. Talking about the pastors, the people that, that should be the teachers in there, in the congregations of the Most High, the assemblies of the Most High. Read on. The difference between the holy and profane. People don't know the difference between the holy and profane today. They're calling the holy profane and the profane holy. Amen. Just do what you want to do. Enter and read on. And cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. And cause them to discern between the unclean and clean. You see, Satan is a deceiver and presents before the people of God a false Christ and a false Jesus. And they miss the true spirit of the words of the book. Because they don't know him. To know him is to know him in the fellowship of his sufferings. So people today have come with a vainly puffed up mind. They argue over the most minute of words. Which 99% um, of Christianity does today. Uh, they provoke friction amongst themselves. They argue over who's right and who's wrong. Who got the best is who got the best that, and they end up producing envy, bitterness, and jealousy. Is that right? That's right. And then the result of that is rejection. Is that right? That's right. Which Satan has worked a good plan because it causes the body of Christ to be divided. Amen. Isn't that true? First Timothy six verse three, brother. Read. If any man teach otherwise, and consent not to wholesome words. You see, the wholesome words are sound words that come from the unction of the Holy Spirit by this book. Is that right? So if anybody teach anything contrary to this, and not to the wholesome word, the entire word of the word of the Father. Amen? Read on. Even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they disregard the words of our King, the Lord Jesus Christ. Read on. And to the doctrine which is according to God. And they don't even care about the doctrine which is according to God. See, that's what we teach. We teach that. We teach doctrine according to God. It's not doctrine according to the way you see it or the way you feel about it or what somebody else says. But a doctrine according to godliness. What does the Bible say? He is proud. He is Proud, isn't that something? So if anybody don't pay attention to this word whatsoever at all and take heed to it, and there's not a continual change, he is what? Proud, proud full of Leviathan. Read on. Knowing nothing. He don't know too much, as he think he does, but he think he know. But the Bible says that he don't know nothing. Read on. But doting about questions and strifes of words. In that way, it's always seemed to be a bunch of contention among folks. Everybody try to hinge on a word in religion. They try to hinge on a word. They just questions and strife, just 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 words of strife, contention. Wherefore, what do you say? What kind of manifestations come from his listen? Wherefore cometh envy? Envy, which is jealousy, also. Strife. Strife. That's why ministries are always bickering each other. Y'all ever notice that I have no contentions with any ministries? No. Y'all ever notice that? You know the reason why I don't have time for foolish and Amen. foolish games. Amen. I really don't. I'm not going to sit up and let the name of Christ be blasphemed because, you know, I understand something that these ministries don't understand. I understand that we are all in different places in Christ. I understand that, believe it or not. And that each one of us are growing at different rates. And what people do is they condemn people if you're not on the same level as I am. I mean, I could easily just jump in a race and condemn them all. 
because every last one of them out there claim to be a godly, but you don't see too many of these so-called ministers of the gospel who say that they believe in the acts of the apostle, preaching and teaching that God's people should be dwelling together in unity. They should have their own land, have their own houses, and not be in debt to the governments and the, and the banks of this world. You don't see them teaching that, though. They only go so far. So I could easily just condemn them for the way that they're living in their lifestyle. Uh-oh. See, all mouths would be shut up and stopped in, wouldn't it? Huh? Oh, Lord. Oh, look at here. Look at here. See, so they, people ain't so wise, brothers and sisters. They ain't so wise at all. We're supposed to be the head, not the tail. Isn't that right? Huh? But every time we, we, we taking our tail over to bow down to the world for something, every time you turn around. Amen. Amen. And they call going out and getting in a blessing, getting in debt and stuff. They call that a blessing of God. Huh? I call that a lie. I say your pastor is a lie. And your teacher is a lie. Your elder, your evangelist, your mama, your daddy, whoever teach you that nonsense is a liar. How can I say that? I used to be bound by the same thing until I read the book and I believed it. So I understood the words that said, come out of her, my people. And unless you folk come out of that foolishness, you're going to stay the way you are. And be ye separate, saith the Lord. That only means just move geographical locations, brothers. That means come out of her in your mind, your way of thinking. Come out of her way in your heart so that the Father can work with you. Hallelujah. Well, see, I, I guess, well, I just stopped all dumb mouths then, didn't I? Again, that, you won't hear them preach that, though. They won't preach that. I promise they won't touch that with a thousand-foot pole. Uh, Pastor, they supposed to be a ten-foot pole. I know what I said. A thousand-foot pole. The reason why I said a thousand-foot pole, because they can't hold it. Much less a man today, he's so weak, he can barely even hold a ten-foot pole. <laughs> Read on, brother. Railings and evil summizings. Evils, come on with it. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds. So when you see them out there blasting each other back and forth, brothers and sisters, this is perverse disputings of men of corrupt mind. They're all full of jealousy. They're all full of envy because they're all looking for place with one another. Israel is dispersed, scattered. And God has set up shepherds. That's why he said, I will give you pastors, not pastor. I will give you pastors. S, plural, according to my heart, which will feed you in knowledge and understanding. Everybody just had to be at different places, brothers and sisters. Hmm? But who are, who are thou to judge another man's servant? To his own master, he stand or he fall on. All right, anyway, praise. Read on, brother. And destitute of the truth. See, destitute of the truth. It seems like they have the truth, but they don't have it. The truth is. Jesus. Amen. I want to hear about all these nonsense, these broken Hebrew people who try to say, well, his name wasn't Jesus. Wow. You got a revelation. I got a person that's sick over here. Come heal him and I can listen to you. You can't just shut up. Uh-oh. Mm. That's called a rubber meet the row. Proof in the pudding. Put up, shut up. Put up, shut up. <laughs> hmm? Pedal to the metal. Yeah. Yeah, amen. amen. That's what that's called. Anyway, read on, brother. 
Supposing that gain is godliness. Because that, that's the prosperity doctrine right there. You know, the more you have, show how much favor you got with God. Hmm, that's something, but the poor had a gospel preached on them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. I miss something here. Hmm. I miss something? No. Hmm. Read on. From such withdraw myself. So if you people have any form of intelligence at all, you get away from all these jack legs who are fleecing the people of God. Hallelujah. So, you know, you'll get on YouTube and you'll see all this mess. You see all these people lay claim to every last one of them lay claim to the most high. James 3.16, brother. Listen to this one. For where envying and strife is. So you get these people beckoning and back and forth towards each other. For where envy and strife is, read on. There is confusion. There is what? Confusion. Confusion and what else? And every evil every work. Every evil work. So that's why you don't see me getting up on it. I mean, I, if I'm going to deal with anybody, brother, sister, it's going to be face to face. I don't get this phone line. By the way, let me ask a question of everybody. Hmm? What does arguing reprove? Good, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at Because of envy and jealousy and a lack of spiritual maturity, novices are lifted up with pride. What did Jesus say to his disciples? What did Jesus say to his disciples? When his disciples came to him about one casting out devils in his name. Mark 9, verse 38. Read, brother. And John answered him. What did John say? Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name. Now, we can't say that today because ain't none of these folks out here doing it. Matter of fact, they don't even believe nobody can do it. That's true. They think it was done away with all the miracle signs and wonders done away with deposits. That's why they can run their mouth, though. Amen. See, so, you know, let's just stick with this time. Because right. the devil's sitting right there on the pew, right in front of them, and they don't even know it. More, most time he's in the pulpit. <laughs> so they can't even say that. But anyway, so we saw one casting out devils in our name. So we can understand this because we cast out devils. Right. We can understand it. We don't have no compunction. We just obey what God says, man. That's all there's to it, right? Yeah. So we saw one casting out devils. And what did they say? And he followeth not us. Isn't that something? He's not associated with He's not a chartered member of the church of Jesus Christ's house of prayer. Isn't that something? He's not associated with us, isn't it? We saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he is not, he ain't following us. Read on. And we forbade him. So we told him to shut up. Read on. Because he followed us. Because he don't follow us. What you think about that, King? Didn't we do good? Come and give me a pat on the back. Read on. But Jesus said. Jesus, let's see what the king said. Forbid him not. Man, are you out of your mind? Forbid him not. Read on. For there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name. Because we can't say it today because ain't too many people need doing a miracle. The miracle they have going on is their mouth running. Because their spirit and their footsteps is not lining up with the way that the New Testament church, New Covenant church should be running, isn't it? But we're just going to assume this, okay? We're just assuming it, all right? And he says right here that there is no man which can do a miracle in my name that what? That can lightly speak evil of me. They ain't nobody lightly speak. Ain't nobody speaking evil of Christ, brothers and sisters. They're attacking each other. The king had already dealt with this idea, this notion. Read on. For he that is not against us is, is what? Is on our part. Is on our part. See, see so believe it or not, it's see the, the problem is, is that everybody is just at different levels of understanding. They don't need to go around and condemn. And then you sit out there and allow the name of Christ to be blasphemed amongst the heathen when they sit and watch all these zoos and circuses that they running. 
Satan has done a good job at throwing a hand grenade in the midst of the assembly and killing everybody through the mouths of these false preachers, false teachers, false brethren. Who have no understanding whatsoever at all. So I hope I was able to answer the question of the reason why I don't get into fights with people. I don't believe in verbal fighting. I believe in fist fighting. That's what I believe. I believe in the doctrine of laying on of hands. Nehemiah. Praise the Lord. Of course, then you know they'll judge me about that too, won't they? That, well, it makes no difference. They already judged about everything else. So it's a big deal. Amen. Ain't no big deal. So Satan has entered into the minds of corrupt men who don't have any understanding of the enemy's devices. Satan has turned the church against each other and in this are putting great millstones about people's necks. And they're drowning. No doubt about it. Now, jealousy is y'all's name. That's what he said in his book. It is my name. Are you following me? That word jealousy, what it means is, now we're dealing with the good part of jealousy, okay? Man don't have this. He can understand it only in the relationship of a mother and a father. Or let me just use mother, because that's what Christ used, isn't that right? As a mother hen. As a mother hen protects her chicks, isn't that right? So we're using that sense. They, she's jealous over, over them, very protective, zealous over them. That's what the word jealousy means. Very zealous over them. I mean, you, you've never seen nothing like is there, you know, Father, you know, he's already got a, a built-in protection mechanism. Because we can't say that today with all these damn jack legs and dogs out here going mounting every woman it is and then having babies and then running off and leaving them. Amen. You know what I mean? Any old damn um, flea bag of a, a, a stray of a dog can do that. And they call themselves men. They ain't no man. And you women, he could being foolish. That's what y'all need to do. Quit being food because somebody, hey, baby, I love you, baby. You don't even know what love is. Hey, baby, I love you. Yeah, yeah, baby, 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 baby. Well, you know, when y'all get some sense about yourselves, because it takes two to tangle. You couldn't have all these babies unless, unless, you know, unless you was with that jack leg in the first place. Amen. You need to find a God-fearing man. Somebody going to set an example and be an example. That's what you need. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now let's lift him up and do a crazy praise. Hmm? Let's, just, let's do a, let's get beside ourselves now. Perhaps if we praise him loud enough, he'll hear us. Yeah. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Lord to the King. I was talking about stray dogs, wasn't I? Yes, sir. We'll leave the stray dogs alone unless they come here, then we'll shoot them. There we go. How about that, brother? They understand. Uh -huh. Amen. It's and change people's mind, but they understand. Right. Well, there's going to be some honorable women that would actually do what the, the Most High said and save yourself for marriage so you can have a blood covenant there. You ain't seen the nature of man by the time you look at this book. You put your sin out, a man is stupid enough to go smell it. And then you leave it all up to man, call him uh, some type of dog and pig and stuff. If he, Then what are you, a bitch, a bastard, a whore? 
Let's just tell it like it is. And you sit back and look like you victims of circumstances. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought. What you expect when you got somebody who ain't under the, the unction of the most high? Who don't have his spirit in him, gonna be led by him. We see men who had his spirit and stuff. Still, boy, and a woman come around, they just lose all their senses. Yeah, we're not going to paint no picture of everybody as a victim of circumstances. You're responsible for your own actions. Amen. We're not going to pat you upside your head over here. We'll knock you upside your head. Amen. Forget about the patent junk. It ain't worked. No, sir. Mm -hmm. Oh, praise God. Amen. So, the father is jealous over us because he's focused on us. He does not want to share us with Satan. I mean, is that all right, brother? I mean, that's, that's, that's his opinion. That's his belief. That's his theology. That's his teach. That's his doctrine. And so he desires to protect his people just like a mother would, a mother hen would protect her chicks. What kind of protection would the chicks have if she continued to keep running off from the mother? Hmm? What kind of, I mean, how much, I mean, she can't set up there and sacrifice the ones that are sitting there in the roost for the ones that continually keep running off and decide to go way, way, and she can only go so far. Right. She has bounds, limitations and stuff. Because if I leave too far, it could be something that's going to be set up as a decoy to, you know, as the one to get the hole. Right. We need to understand these analogies. Amen. So we've often approached jealousy from the negative viewpoint. We're going to approach it from the positive viewpoint, amen, from the, from the most high viewpoint. The biggest problem the Israelites are having today is that most people who inspire to be God's people don't understand the covenant. Because a covenant don't mean nothing with us anyway. I mean, after all, are we not... Um, our citizen, our heritage, our nationality is Israelites. Is that right? Amen. Our citizenships are Americans, right? And I thought we did learn from our country how to break covenant, didn't we? Amen. I mean, our country had never kept a covenant with nobody. I mean, this, this cursed behavior has got to pass down. True. That's what we learned from. That's the reason why you don't get too many people meaning what they say and saying what they mean. And then when you do get people that mean what they say and say what they mean, it kind of bamboozles us. It, you know, it knocks us crazy. And since, you know, how they draw them stars and them circles and lightning bolts and everything when your mind is like in a disarray. It's like, man, you mean to tell me some folk can actually do this thing? You are yes. Somebody can do this thing. Don't tell me that you need me in order to serve God. No, it ain't. It's where your heart is. You need God to serve God. You don't need me when you mess up. Uh-oh. Hallelujah. It takes a made-up mind. Isn't that right? Deuteronomy 29, 19. Listen to the words of the book. Come on with it. And it came to pass. Uh-huh. When he heareth the words of this curse. Now, this is something y'all notice I always pound down on. This is a scripture that you need to... I don't know, color, highlight it, put some lights in it, don't rig up something electrical in your Bible so it just, bam, jumps off the pages. Because it's going to tell you something about us as a people. That's the reason why it's written in the book. All right? Come on with it. 
that he blessed himself in his heart. Now, you know, that, that word curse disturbs me when I see that because that's the translation. That's what they use in translation. That word there is actually the number 423 Allah, which means uh, of an oath of a covenant. Did y'all hear that? An oath of a covenant. And it came to pass when he hear the words of the oath of this covenant, what it should be saying. Because, you know, we, 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 our minds are crazy. We read curse, so we go, ah, let me stay away from it. Ah. But then we'll sit up there and look, look at Harry Potter and, and have all kind of trinkets and novelties and everything else in our, in our homes and read kind of books and everything is forbidden and wear crosses around our necks. And anyway, we don't know what a curse is. Let somebody tell us. We don't know because we ain't reading this book to get no understanding. Hallelujah. Read on. And that he blessed himself in his heart. Now, this bless himself in his heart has got a lot to do. Listen to this. Read on. Saying, I shall have peace. I will have peace. Read on. Though I walk in the imagination of mine heart. Though I'm going to do what I want to do, I'm going to have peace. Read on. To add drunkenness to thirst. The Lord will To add you. drunkenness to thirst. Uh -huh. <sighs> Read on, brother. The Lord will not spare him. Yahweh is not going to spare you. You know, read on. But then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man. He's going to do what? Smoke. smoke. You know, that means that's going to be some fire too, brother, because where there's smoke, there's fire, isn't it? Come on. That all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him. Lie upon him. Come on. And the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. So how does man perform this today? Let me give you an example. Let's just talk about the simple Sabbath day. Oh, yes, I know it's the truth. I understand it. But, you know, I, I'm going to do what's best for me at this time. I'm going to have peace, and I'm going to define peace on my own terms. I'll choose to serve God the way I want to serve God. Listen, brothers and sisters, a person like this, has chosen to disobey God by doing his own way. And that's what Deuteronomy 29, 19, and 20 is saying. He's even to determine to define peace for himself. So this is where the curse or the evil consequences come in because of this type of attitude. It's a very serious thing when we hear the truth and we decide to ignore it. This type of behavior causes y'all to come against us. He can't do nothing but to help move it, remove his hands. You see, so people are really saying when they put away and ignore the clear word of God is I don't need any discernment. I don't need the Father. I'm going to do what I want to do. Saints, I personally have learned over the years regardless of what I Think God is always right. Amen. He's always right. Amen. It's more important for me to obey him right now than to make excuses to not obey him. Amen. Because that's all what they are. Amen. Well, you expect trials and tribulations. I mean, how you expect, how you know God is God unless, you, unless you're put to the test, unless you're tried. True. Can he make a way out of no way? True. You would never know because you ain't never been in no way. Let's lift him up now. Let's do a crazy praise now, bro. Let's, let's do a crazy praise now. Hmm? Come on, let's do the Holy Ghost dance. Let's get busy now. Hmm? So I just happen to believe that he means what he says. Hmm? 
Saints, this is what caused God to be jealous for us. The Most High desires a relationship with us because he chose us and he wants us to serve him and not Satan. I mean, I'm sorry, but he's going to repent for that. He set his love upon us. Not because we were deserving of it, but because he said he was going to set his love upon us. Because we have our own minds. And we live after our own ways. And we live after our own desires. And we don't include him at all. We don't even inquire him at all. He has the most high has no choice but to release us to the consequences of our ways. Since you already think you know what's right. Then man says, if God loves me so much, then why did all, why did he allow all this evil to come upon me? And never once does people look at their sick condition of their mind. What about you ignoring and putting away God's word from your heart? Closing up your ears and choosing to walk in disobedience. See, that never comes up. It comes up here. Because we know what it takes for Israel to be free. So now people expect God to bless them in a mess. And the father ain't going to do it. Come on with Proverbs 1, 22 and 23. How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long are you going to love simplicity? How long are you going to love being stupid? How long are you going to love being dumb? How long are you going to love being ignorant? How long are you going to love being crazy? How long are you going to love being out of your mind? Come on. And the scorners delight in their scorning. And the scorners do what? Delight. Delight in what? Their scorning. See? Fools make a mocking sin. Mm -hmm. Fools make a mocking sin. And the scorners, they delight in it too, man. They delight in talking against and uh, about the most I read on. And fools hate knowledge. Fools hate what? Knowledge. How many, how many times have you been a fool? Now, for a fool for this world, you receive all the knowledge, hook, line, and sinker because you think it's going to bring some type of monetary gain to you naturally. While you're destitute spiritually, void of understanding, don't even know God. But the scripture said a fool hate knowledge. And this knowledge is knowledge of the most high. Read on. Turn you at my reproof. Turn you at my reproof. Isn't that something? That's the reason why reproof comes. It's there that actually makes you better. You need to start, instead of sitting up there, playing victim, God is getting me. I'm feeling sorry for myself. After you experience the pain, he's not going to alleviate you from the pain. You need to drop your last tear, wipe your face, and be determined you're going to obey him. Amen. That's what turning at my reproof is. He's not going to alleviate the pain from you. How are you going to get any better? Amen. Nobody's gotten any better because something was given to you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our perfection, anybody who has have any wisdom whatsoever at all understands and knows that our perfection came. It came at every bit of pain that we felt in our lives. That's called learning from your mistakes. Learning from your past. So how many times are you going to be a damn fool and set up and experience the same old crap over and over and over again? You ain't learned it yet, have you? You're hard-headed, obstinate. So guess what? You need to go through a little bit more then, huh? 
You only got a few more of those turns before you're turned over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read on. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. He's going to pour out his spirit unto you. There's a reason why he give you his spirit. Turn you at the proof that he's going to give his spirit to you. That's what those Holy Spirit noddings and proddings are for. Read on. I will make known my words. He's going to make known his words. Why? Because you already walk in your dumb, stupid ignorance. You don't know no better. You're brutish and stuff. So now let me reveal my word unto you so I can save you from a lot of heartache and pain. Yes, Isn't that true? Isn't that good? That's good. Y'all's right, a good God. Isn't he good? His name worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Plenteous in mercy. Let's see how Paul talked about this thing in Philippians. Philippians, the first chapter, verses 15. We're going to go on down to verse 20. Read on, brother. Some indeed preach Christ even of envy and strife. Didn't we just talk about that today? Don't people do it up? Envy and strife. They don't do nothing but use it as a, as a means to have contention. Just to argue and bicker back and forth. I'm right and everybody else wrong, man. My Lord of mercy. I'm serious. They do it. I mean, live for it. Read on. And some also of goodwill. Some because they want to do goodwill. Charity works. Read on. The one preach Christ of contention. Uh-huh. Doing a contention. Not sincerely. Not sincerely. Supposing to add affliction to my bond. There's a lot of people that teach to try to, you know, to preach against you to add affliction because we're all bond servants of Christ, right? But to add more affliction. You're already in an afflicted state when you're already taking up his cross anyway. You're already going to become, if you're really truly going to be a disciple of Christ, you're going to be despised. You're going to be hated. And you're not going to be hated of just a select few. You're going to touch all men. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. I promise you, they're not going to put a parking lot out there with your name on it. Amen. And your favorite parking spot either. No, they ain't either. Folk don't even want to see you coming. Amen. Read on, brother. But the other of love. The other one do it of love. Knowing that I am set for the set defense of the gospel. for the defense of the gospel. That's why I preach the way I do, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Come on with it. What then? What then? Notwithstanding uh -huh. every way, whether in pretense. See, now there is ways, right? Yeah. There are people that are pretending. Yeah. Stage players. Actors. You know what I mean? Noel Jones. T.D. Jakes. And, and all these other faggots that are up there nowadays. Got their butts hocked up in the air and carrying on with this homosexual mess. All these other men, Billy Grahams and all that, they do it a pretense. They don't really care about you. They don't care about your soul. They look good in front of you, though, don't you? Yeah, they do. They do it. See, so there are many ways. Either every way, whether in pretense, isn't that something? Pretending, not sincere. Read on. Or in truth. Or in truth. That's what we're preaching. Come on. Christ is preached. This is, see, this is the wisdom of this. Either way it go, you know, what's going to happen is somebody's going to hear it, whether it be in pretense or in truth. The Holy Spirit is the one who's going to turn around and convict his people of their sins. He's going to get who he wants, and he's going to work out their salvation. Huh? And he's going to pull them away from all that garbage. So you got one doing it to be pretending, one doing it in truth, but the Holy Spirit's going to get them, and he's going to lead, and he's going to guide them into all truth. Amen. Isn't that something? So Paul said, you know, even where God, at least one thing, I'm glad I'm hearing Christ preach, rather than all these other false gods. Come on. And I therein do rejoice. So I do rejoice. Don't sound like he was arguing with folks either. Didn't do it. Hmm? Now I argue with false brethren. Yeah, I will. I argue with false brother to people who say, you know, people who we know. 
It's none of my business what anybody else is doing. You better hope that you're listening to a pastor that's leading you the right way. You better hope. I'm telling you, better hope. Amen. Come on. Yea, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer mm-hmm. and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Come on. According to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, mm-hmm. but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body. How's he going to be magnified? Whether it in be his body. Read on. Whether it be by life, life or by death. Or by death. Either way it go, Christ is going to be magnified. Yeah. See, so no wonder people have standing diseases, sicknesses, ailments, mental problems, on all kinds of prescription drugs. You know the reason why? Because their pastors, the people's pastors, are void of understanding. So the people remain bound and they cannot be set free or delivered because they have helped the people to live in sin and to remain in sin. You have a hope. You're hearing from a man called by Yahweh. This I did not do. So how do pastors scatter the flock of Yah? And I bet you're like, what do you mean envy and just? We get you're seeing all this right now. It may not be registering, but it's it's there. By not telling the truth and giving them the painful truth. Which sets free. Because anytime truth comes, it, it, it requires a great price. Yes, it does, true. It's easy to receive a lie. There's no pain involved. But boy, when the truth comes, whoo. That truth changes, doesn't it? Let's go to Jeremiah 23, verse 1. Let's see what the prophet had to say. Read on. Woe be unto the pastors. Blessed, blessed be to the pastors. No, woe be unto the pastors. Look, well, let's see what the attitude is. Read on. That destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastors. That destroy Thank and the scatter the sheep of my pastors. Look and see, because you remember, they, everybody got all these ideas of what the scattering stuff is. All right, let's see what the book says. Read on. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. That's the problem right there. What kind of mess are you feeding them? You should be feeding them the good word of God. You should be feeding them good stuff. They're feeding them the wrong mess. That's the reason why they're scattered. Come on. Ye have scattered my flock. Uh huh. Driven them away. Because of the nonsense you feeding them. Read on. And have not visited them. You ain't visiting them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings. Isn't that something? The evil of your doings. Say, Yahweh, read on. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries, whither I have driven them. See, he going to do this. Read on. Hmm? And will bring them again to their folds. Mm hmm. They shall be fruitful and increase. Uh huh. And I will set up shepherds over there. Ah, and I will set up shepherds. See, when people get sick and tired of all this religious garbage, well, you're going to find out the Baptists don't have the way. Amen. The Catholics or none of those religions have the way. Only the way of Israelites, which is the way of Christ. Amen. That's right. Just the truth. Christianity definitely don't have the way. Amen. That's got to be the most abominable religion that there is today. Said mask yourself in the name of Jesus. Paul warned us about people coming preaching another Jesus. You know, good and well, Jesus didn't teach no damn Christmas or Easter or Sunday. None of the apostles or prophets taught Christmas, Easter or Sunday. So how in the hell we end up with this mess today then? I tell you what, evil seducers, deceivers, 
evil men going to come in among you and not even spare the flock. Well, we, all, we had all these ones. And let's, come on with it, brother, before I get going. Which shall feed them. They which shall feed them. See, so he's going to set up shepherds which will feed my people. Every last one of you been scattered. We got all different types of diversities of people as well as different types of diversities of religion that we have all been tainted by. And then the father said him brought you to one of his shepherds. See, this is the father's doing. It's marvelous in I. I didn't make me a shepherd. He did. You didn't make yourself his people. He did. He saw that you was hungry, but you didn't know how hungry you was. Because if you really knew how hungry you was, you'd probably starve, wouldn't you? Oh, hallelujah. But when he gave us that Holy Spirit, boy, it's hard to beat back that spirit, isn't it? Say, boy, this is the truth. Ah. And so you've been scattered, and then he gathers. He set up shepherds. See, the Father, this is the Lord's. It's marvelous in our eyes. No man take this honor unto himself, but he that was called of God as was Aaron. No man. Come on. And they shall fear no more. They ain't going to fear no more. Look how, many, look, how God is, look how God has delivered us from fear. Amen. Fear of all things. Look at, I mean, even the fear of death. Look at that. Come on. Nor be dismayed. Nor be dismayed. See, y'all not confused, confounded, dismayed and stuff. Y'all walk in confidence now. Reassurance. Boldness. Why? Because you know who your father is now. You've been fed good food. Hallelujah. There ain't no famine around here. Hallelujah. Read on. Neither shall it be lacking, saith the Lord. You ain't lacking at all. Come on. Where you read at? Let's go to 3 John 1 2. Third John 1 2. Beloved, I wish above all things. This is one of the promises of Yah. He wished above all. What's above all things? There ain't nothing above all things. <laughs> huh? I mean, all things, there's nothing above all things. Read on. So his wish, I wish above all things that you do what? That thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your what? Thy soul even prosper. as your soul prosper. And people's souls are not prospering today. Amen. They're not even in good natural health today. Amen. You know why? Because you dumb shepherds don't know how to feed them. Amen. You're too busy feeding yourself and not the flock. The flock don't even get to partake in your benefit. Of what the father's giving you because you're afraid that somebody's gonna end, he's gonna raise up somebody that's gonna outdo you. Hey, I, hey, father, please let the day come when I can go back and that's my greatest prayer is not to be needed, and that's the truth. So, you can say, son, you finished, you didn't, you didn't did what you done. better believe it you think I won't how often have I talked about this brother you better believe it Ezekiel 34 brother we're going to go to verse 9 through 15 see isn't it good that we're getting good teaching here this month wholesome teaching let's just see what the intent of the most high is come on Ezekiel 34 verse 9 read on Therefore, O ye shepherds. O ye shepherds so he's, he's he, you know he, he's got something he want to say to these shepherds isn't that right read on Hear the word of the Lord. You hear the word of Yahweh. Come on. Thus saith the Lord God. What did he say? Behold, 
I am against the shepherds. I am against the shepherds. Why? And I will require my flock at their hands. Mm -hmm. And cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Isn't that something? Read on. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth. That they may not be meat for them. Come on with it. For thus saith the Lord God. Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. Uh-huh. Read on. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that uh -huh. are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Come on with it. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the country. Isn't that something? You're going to bring them out from the people. Yeah. going to bring you out from the Baptists. The missionary Baptists, the Catholics, the Apostolics, the Pentecostals, the Mormons, the Seventh-day Adventists. Amen. Amen. Going to bring out all the religions, the Episcopalians, the Methodists, the Anglicans. Amen. Amen. The identity movements, all of them, black, bright, blue, yellow, green, purple, and brown, every last one of you. Amen. Going to bring out all of them. Come on. And will bring them to their own land. Now, I name all those religions, but the truth is, there ain't too many God's people that they even scattered in those places anyway. Amen. Come on. And feed them upon the mountains of Israel, mm -hmm. by the rivers. Upon the mountains of who, America? No, Israel. Okay, come on. By the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture. Ooh, good pasture. And upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. Ooh. There shall they lie in a Good fold. And mm -hmm. in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Who has a lot of good food there, isn't it? <laughs> See, rather than you folk getting fat in body, you should be getting fat in word. Amen. Amen. Feeding yourself. Amen. Can't even sit down. You ever see some of these pastors sit down? You ever see some of them? They do like this. They got to, first they got to position themselves just right and then they... Stressing that chair out. That chair don't deserve that tribulation. Hallelujah. Come on with it, brother. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. Feed my flock and cause them to lie. That means he's going to cause y'all to be at peace. You just check out and look at the spirit and prove your own self the type of ministry that the Father has allowed to, to flourish here. Come on with it. That was it. That was it. Good. We done came on with it then. So the people have no day at all. No, no idea. If they're being deceived. Because they don't even know the word. Look how many other religions you come from. You thought you was in the truth. Supporting your proud ignorance. Unless you were Sister Cindy. You knew you wasn't in the truth. You just, so you just passed time with your son uh -huh. playing hangman in church. <laughs> Because, you know, you thought, you know, going to assembly, least is the right thing. I mean, it's best going on. I did for 40-something years. 40 years? Yeah. Then you better run hard 40 more years. I heard that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Problem is, people, folks won't check out anything. Won't, won't check out nothing. So most people are afraid to check out if what you're saying is true. You know the reason why? Because truth always requires change. Always. Amen. Always. Amen. Always does. Drastic change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, it does too. They believe what someone is saying because they go to the same church. They're my family. They're my friend. This is the way everybody else always done it. Hmm? 
That's the way generations. That's the way my generation done. You don't know what was good enough for mama is good enough for you. You don't even know what was good enough for mama is good enough for mama. That's true. Amen. You don't know that. Sorry, saints. I'm not going to teach you what some man who came before me taught. What people taught for that time was sufficient for that day. It's good to have foundational teachings. But we're charged to build upon the true foundation. Amen. And most people are just stagnant. They can't even go another course in the building and stuff because they're too busy sticking with the teachings of dead men. Amen. Can't even go on to perfection in Christ. Amen. That's right. Get the scaffolds out. Amen. Lay the plumb line. Uh-huh. Mix the mortar. Amen. Lay the block to the line. Amen. And build a good house. Amen. Amen. See, that takes too much labor, and we're Americans. We don't like that much. Now. You know, you have to, you have to sweat, man. You gotta be out, you gotta be outside. You gotta, uh-huh. Perspiration may drop from your brow, and Amen. you know, hey. You talking about work now. Yeah. Work? Yeah. Who, me? Work? <laughs> that is tribulation, isn't it? <laughs> That's a trial of my faith. Ah, oh, never mind. Praise the Lord. Talking about you men. You don't think we need a few more courses in this building? Yes, sir. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, sir. I think we, I, we could always use a few more courses, oh, yes, couldn't we? Yes, sir. Amen. There's no wonder the father praying for laborers. Yes, sir. And you can see we ain't get too many last hour laborers. We got folk want to sit down and they do nothing. We want you to labor to make their life better. Amen. You come around here, I got, I got three things for you. Tribulation, anguish, a hardened spirit. Amen. Why? Because that's what's going to perfect you. Yes, sir. Amen. Giving you everything you want, it don't perfect you. No, it don't either. Every time we see a traveler, ah! take off and run, brother. Amen. Yeah, we do. Acts 20, verse 28. Come on with it. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves. You hear you preachers, you ministers, you teachers, you take heed, he said. Now, mind you, remember, all this contentions that we've seen in the body and stuff, the body of Christ, all because of contentions, strivings, dispersed disputing. Among men of corrupt minds. Where, where did all of these come from? Envy, jealousy, strife. Right. See what I mean? See, God is jealous for his flock, brothers and sisters. Amen. This is what this is all about. He wants you to eat in good pastures. He wants you to serve him, the Lord, with gladness. Amen. Not to be manipulated and dominated by these old wicked men who ain't even thinking about God. Amen. Believe it or not, most people. Believe it or not, they have most preachers and stuff. All they want to do is just stand up in front of people. Mm-hmm. And y'all know me. <laughs> you know me. Forget that mess. Amen. Why in the world would somebody want to look at your face anyway? You don't even want to look at it. So why do you want everybody else to look at it? Amen. Somebody said, well, Pat, what do you mean looking at it? See, see what I mean? They have no understanding. Amen. Most people, they preach messages to be acceptable. I ain't worrying about being accepted by nobody. You got to be accepted by him just like I do. Amen. You have to deliver your soul just like I have to deliver mine. Amen. Oh, isn't that the truth? Yes, sir. Now you think about it for a, man, a minute. Is, is, the, is the most high going to toy around with any of us? No. Nope. 
I mean, if I seen what he done with Moses and David and Paul yeah, and, right. and Peter and stuff, I promise you. <laughs> I promise you he ain't torn around and Saul. Yeah. I promise you he ain't torn around with none of us. Aaron's sons. Uh-huh. Eli's sons. Brother, Job's children. Don't everybody love the character of Joseph? Don't y'all think that man is really honorable? Joseph? No, no. Huh? Yeah, but how many of you willing to go through that in order to be? Mm. I mean, everybody, I know everybody loved Daniel. Yeah, oh, yeah but how Amen. many of you willing to get in the lion's den, though? Amen. How many of you really, really, truly willing to live something in order to suffer persecution? Amen. See, a lot of times we think we're getting over on the most side when really we're using wickedness, avoidness, ignorance, Proclaim, perceive ignorance. You know, I don't know, don't want to know. Think you got blitz and stuff? Also, that we won't be perfected to have any persecution. Because in this life, you shall have tribulation. Mm -hmm. So we do everything in ignorance to avoid tribulation so we can say, okay, I'm God, I don't have none. No, you ain't. You ain't rewriting the book. Amen. You may be getting that over in your mind and stuff, but remember, you're going to stand before the most high. That's the reason why we disclose all these nuances, these perfect nuances to you, so that you won't deceive yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father's doing what he can to save us. But the idea is you shepherds, you feed the flock of God over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Read on. And to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, mm-hmm. which he hath purchased with his own blood. He purchased it with his own blood. You did not shed your blood. And you all thank the Father you didn't because there's not one man on earth could have took what Christ took. Amen. So since he did shed the blood, then we better walk with a serious respect and preach this thing with vigor. Hallelujah. Come on. For I know this. What do you know? That after my departing. After his departing. See, a lot of people can't wait for me to depart. The most evil take place around this place when I'm gone. Uh oh. Look at him looking at me. Look at him. Look. Wow. And I thought you wasn't afraid of no man. See how we deceive ourselves? We something, ain't we? But Paul said, I know this is after my departure. Why? Because he was a watchman. As long as he's around, he's watching for the wolf. And the wolf knew he was being watched. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wolf know it. That's why that coward waits till the man of God departs. Amen. Come on. Shall grievous wolves enter in among you? Grievous wolves going in. What are they not going to do? Not sparing the flock. Not sparing. See, we think the sparing flock, the wolf is going to come around and eat up nobody. No, he does. What he does, go around and sow deceit. Lies. Insurrections. Contentions. Envyings. Strives. Jealousies. Yeah, amen. Oh, yeah. Perverse disputing. Evil surmisings. You know, go sow all that stuff into your mind. Then I get back, I have to deal with people looking like it. Well, man, them folk done got possessed. Ah, praise the Lord. Come on. Also of your own self. Also of your own self. So the warning is not to the world. The warning is to the assemblies. And also of your own selves, watch what's going to take place. Come on. 
Shall men arise? Shall men are gonna sit down? No, arise. Shall men gonna go run and hide? No, arise. Shall men is gonna make themselves so you can't see them? No, arise. No, men are gonna rise. Speaking perverse things. P speaking, speak. See, the key is because everything that takes place in this world, everything is formed by what somebody says. Amen. And we just hadn't taken account of what we're hearing, what somebody's saying. Read on. To draw away disciples after them. So the reason why they speak perverse things because they want to take people away Amen. after them. That's the reason why. Ah, because I promise you, I, I, hey, I would love to see somebody leave any place and be more godly. But I've not seen it yet. I've not seen it. Because, see, they would have a serious problem. Because if they were really more godly and they got more than I got as far as understanding to get to the kingdom, guess where I would be at? And truth is, we don't want you around. Wait, wait a minute, I'm a brother. Uh-oh. See how hypocritical we are? Sir. Come on, brother. So even if you don't live here at the community, you should be living like you're living here. Amen. You shouldn't be using using this as a place that then when you get back home, you, you can do what you want to do and do your little freedom and stuff right there. No wonder God ain't in you. Amen. Let's do a crazy praise now. Let's, <laughs> let's lift him up now. Amen. Let's say praise the Lord now. Amen. Amen. Pat, why are you the way y'all? Because I love him. Amen. I understood that every stripe and every whooping that he's ever gave me is because he loved me. Uh -huh. yes, sir. Yeah, he was, doing, he was giving me beatings to detour me from my way. Amen. You know, that Deuteronomy 29. Wait, uh -huh. yes, sir. You know, I'm going to define peace for myself. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, you are, huh? Yeah, okay, son, come here. Smack. Smack, 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 smack. And he don't get no one, two lickings either like y'all do. Y'all call these little whoopings. Y'all go, like, now don't you do that no more. And children put on a show for you. Ah, they get an Academy Award. And you think you done gave a whooping? You ever want your children to get a real good, good, good Holy Spirit whooping? Bring them to me. I'll give them to you one. I, I show, and you make sure you're there. Because I know when I whoop them, guess who else getting whooped? You getting whooped at watching the pain of it. Hey, don't worry. I mean, I whoop my two. Ask them. I think they turned out pretty good, pretty decent. Hmm. And they, you asked him if I if I bought the the wood, the hay, and the stubble, or if I bought gold and silver. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you asked them when they have their own what they gonna do. Amen. You better believe it. Read on, brother. Therefore, watch and remember. That by the space of three, three years, I ceased not to warn everyone night and day with tears. That man loved the people of God. I love the people of God. I do. I love the flock of God. I don't love your wicked way. You know you got a wicked way because I won't get no place to you. I promise you won't. You won't let me get a place. If I have a wicked way, you're going to give me a place. You're going to come and pat me on my ear and say, okay, good pastor. Good pastor. Okay, that's all. You, can be, you keep on being wicked. We love you. <laughs> you hypocrites. You something, huh? Yeah, but with each other, boy, all of a sudden you mute. Yo, what, what, what does the script say if you show partiality and judgment? Mm. 
Amen. Oh, boy, this word does. It's, it's like a hammer, isn't it? it, yes, man, it man, it brings it around. Who of course don't it? Yes, sir. Now watch this. Exodus 20, verse 4 and 5, the commandment, come on. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. And that's not a suggestion. No. Come on. Or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, mm -hmm. or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. That's right. Come on with it. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. Why? For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Am a what God? Jealous. A jealous God. You know the reason why he tell you that? Because he don't want you, he don't want to share you. Amen. I'm sorry, the Father don't want to share you. He don't want to share you Amen. with nobody, Amen. no thing, Amen. no other small g gods, Amen. nothing. He's jealous over you. Amen. And he has a zealous jealousy. Oh, yes, he does too. Come on with it. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. I will visit the wickedness, the lawlessness of the fathers. Mm -hmm. And there are children that come from these type of generations too. Read on. Unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Now we got a whole nation full of bastards. Amen. I mean, what 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 command is being taught? What? Come on. Zero. <laughs> then folks get mad at me because I tell you we got a whole nation full of bastards. Amen. Bastards produce bastard spirits, bastard nation, bastard attitudes, bastard ideas, Amen. bastard ways, and then they produce more bastard children. Oh, then you get mad at me because I say it. I'll tell you what, go ahead and get mad at it. Now you know if you get mad at me because it ain't going to mean nothing to you or me because it won't affect me one bit. But I like Amen. to see you talk to the most high like that. Amen. See, we don't do it right now, but the truth is, when that big old screen come up and said this was your life, it's going to be played for all the host of heaven. And you know what's going to be played? All those things you never repented of because you were right in your own eyes. Everybody's going to be judged. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Some of us are going to be amazed that when we see that big old screen up there and we're watching this whole life thing played out, that there's big gaps in there because he's forgiven us of our sins. But some of us, we continue on this perpetual nature of bastardship. Is that such a word as that? We just made it up. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Amen. Amen. Don't jump all intellectual on me now. Uh. Praise the Lord. Read on, brother. Did you read the rest of verse 5, man? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to go to Deuteronomy 4. All right. You, you got Deuteronomy 4? No, I got Deuteronomy 5. I'm going to read Deuteronomy 4, verse 24. For Yahweh thy God, or Yahweh thy Elohim, is a consuming fire, even a jealous Yah. Even a jealous. And then you think about it for a second. Then the father's people always want to go out horn around with iniquity. Isn't it amazing how we always love those and call those our friends and our associates who are wicked as hell against him? They don't keep not one of his commandments. Don't even pray for five minutes in a week. Definitely don't know anything about his work. They're my friend. They're my so they all they really truly are, huh? You think so, huh? And they will entertain you with their ignorance, which has no conviction of unction of the Holy Spirit of God whatsoever at all. And yet you'll be around them for 
days on end and stuff and will not tell them anything about the king. If they mess up, you don't even love them enough to tell them the truth. And so one day these people are going to lift their eyes up in hell. And if you may get an opportunity to speak, just like the Lazarus and rich man, you ain't have an opportunity to speak. Why come you didn't tell me? Well, I was too afraid to tell you because I was too busy being your friend. That's heart-wrenching. But you know, hey, since ain't none of us in hell, hell is a far cry from us. Let me tell you something. Everybody in this world today is one breath from eternity. Amen. That's true. One. Amen. One breath. That's it. From eternity. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 5, verse 8. Come on, read it, bro. We're going to move on. We got some, we're going to get busy here. Let's move on. Thou shalt not make thee any graven image mm -hmm. or any likeness of mm -hmm. anything that is in heaven above, there is in the earth beneath, or that is in the waters beneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. He's a what God? Jealous. Now go down to Deuteronomy 6, verse 15. Read that, brother. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God. He's a what God? Jealous. Go to Nahum 1, 2. God is jealous. He's a what? Jealous. He's jealous. Read on. And the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. Furious! The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries. Adversaries. And he reserveth wrath for his enemies. You know, the father's really upset. The reason why I keep reminding us of this, again, you know, anybody really truly wants some good understanding about this with God, yes, read sir. the book of Hosea. Yeah. Read the book of Hosea. Hosea and the relationship with Gomer and see what the father was, was trying to get over to us. So true. Read it. And get some good understanding because, see, the father is really jealous. For he hates it when you prostitute yourself, you whore yourself around with devils. He hates it when you prostitute yourself with idolatry, iniquity, wickedness is against God. You know what I mean? You're, you're already giving creatures saying you're serving another God. He can't stand that. He's jealous for his people and he's zealous. Matter of fact, he's so zealous and he, has, he keeps a constant hope and smile on his face that he's going to have a people presented to him holy without spot, wrinkle, blemish, or any such thing. You know why? He said, I, you know what? I'm actually going to have a people that really, truly loved me. Amen. So you can't hardly go anywhere in the book and not see that we get warning after warning after warning after warning after warning how jealous he is and stay away from false gods. Especially the God you frame and form in your own mind. Amen. That's the biggest idolatry that there is. I don't believe like that. You don't believe too much anyway. Look at you. Hallelujah. If you believe something, you're going to produce the fruit. Hallelujah. Isn't that just the truth? Oh, the king is good. The king is good. You know, over in Ezekiel, they had this problem with this, this image of Tammuz that was being set up. And um, I'll show you something. As a matter of fact, Ezekiel 8, verse 1 through 3. Watch this right here. And it came to pass. What did it come to pass? In huh? the sixth year, mm -hmm. in the sixth month, in the fifth day of the month. Yes, it did. As I sat in mine house, and the elders of Judah sat before me, mm -hmm. and the hand of the Lord God fell there upon me. Whoo, let's see what happened. Then I beheld, and lo, a likeness as the appearance of fire. Ah, well, a likeness again. I guess we're going to get to see what the Most High looked like again, ain't we? Come on. 
from the appearance of his loins even downward, fire, and from his loins even upward, as the appearance of brightness, mm -hmm. as the color of amber. Man, that amber is bronze. Mm -hmm. I wonder why come they just didn't put bronze in there. You mentioned amber. Nobody know what amber looked like, man. <laughs> just put bronze, man. Everybody know what bronze looked like. Just put down bronze. Ah, never mind. Read on. And he put forth the form of a hand. Somebody keeps saying, why is that? Because I think it's important that when, when you see Jesus bust these skies open, you're not going to see a white, blonde hair, blue-eyed figure of a man coming. I'm sorry. No, that is sir. a damn lie. Amen. If it wasn't important, then why did America and all the rest of these perverted religions decide to distort his image? If it wasn't important. If it wasn't important, why not just tell it like it is? Why distort it? Because I'm going to tell you why. Because when you see the man of sin, that's what he's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just an assumption because he's an emulator, so he's probably going to try to come like Christ because, you know, we live in the majority of a, a, a white man ruling world, right? And you ain't getting no white people to serve no black God. Uh-oh. No, you ain't either. Look at the hell Obama catching. And he a perverted Milky Way. Look what the hell he catching. He ain't nothing but an antichrist himself. I mean, he ain't the antichrist, but he's just the antichrist spirit in nature. You know, he could care less about God. He's a politician. Amen. How you know when they're lying? Every time they open their mouth. Amen. That's how you know they're lying. That's all there is to it. That's pretty simple to discern. He just like the rest of them. You throw them all in the trash can, turn them upside down, and what you get will come out. Trash. That ain't hard to discern. You just, he just know how to say his trash a little bit more kinder than you do, but it all still stinks. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, boy. I'll just tell you the truth. I just, that's all right, man. But I tell you what, boy, if you see this, if you see this black guy coming across out of the sky and he's got a, a, a roll bone with his vesture dipped in blood and stuff and an afro and fire, his eyes is red as fire like wine, like the Bible says. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, chances are you probably looking at God. Amen. Look at him, boy. This is so crazy. Why you always talk about that? I wouldn't have talked about it if somebody didn't distort the image. Amen. Wouldn't have talked about it. I got to say it so I can shock the minds. What difference does it make? Again, you go ask them why they made a difference, then I want to answer you what difference does it make. Amen. <laughs> I tell you what, see these, these, see, these people are not intelligent enough to be fooling around with a man of God. I didn't say just me. I said a man of God. Because a man of God says people, if they're a politician, they're a politician. You know, people are what they are. But there ain't been ever in the history of this book of our people that there's been too many people ever to be able to stand before God's man. Oh, yeah, did they die? They per sure they did. But I promise you the truth has always marched on. Every time they killed one, it raised up a thousand more. <laughs> anyway, come on, bro. Read on. And took me by a lock of my head. Took him by a lock of his head. Isn't that something? I told Carol, this is why I probably need to get me some locks. <clears throat> no. So I can be Samson. Uh -uh. I ain't thinking about no Samson. 
Come on. And the Spirit lifted me up between the earth and the heaven and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the inner gate that looketh toward the north. Mm -hmm. Where was the seat of the image of jealousy? The seat of the image of jealousy. That was the, that was the image of Tammuz. Tammuz. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Which provoketh to jealousy. Provoketh to jealousy. You know why? Because there's God's people horn around again. Israel got a problem with that. I don't know. They got a serious problem with it. I don't know why we do it, but they do it. God is jealous for us. That's all there is to it. Amen. You know, a parent, a parent really understands his jealousy too. Yes. A parent is jealous for his children. Amen. Yes, sir. Yeah, they are too. Why? Because they're, there's a, a means of protection because they know that their children don't know better. The children don't know that they don't know better. Because they only know what's in their mind because they have only been here a limited space of time. So they have not experienced life like the parents have. So when your parents are trying to give you, especially your parents serving the most high, they're trying to give you some sound advice, sound judgment stuff. You need to pay attention and take heed and listen and do. Not, not consider it as another opinion. Oh, praise God. We are his rights. We keep his commandments. We're filled with his Holy Spirit. And so therefore, you know, the same way, no matter what our status is down here on this earth, we are all betrothed to Jesus. And we should be carrying ourselves and behaving ourselves the way you would with a natural betrothment here on this earth. Amen. Amen. I would like to think that one of the greatest concerns as Israelites is not to be deceived by any error. I would like to think that. Not to ever be deceived by any error. Idolatry, false doctrine, celebrating false holidays in place of God's holy days. Um, stop horning around on God. That's good advice. And stop being a spiritual harlot. And not many people are teaching that they need to confess their past involvement in occult practices and things that you've been deceived by in the past. Amen. Generations of rebellion. Just, just coming on. That's the reason why people are, are not delivered. The Father's always trying to buy us back. Continually, over and over and over again. Now let's look at the bottom line. God is going to destroy everyone in every nation that has ever risen up to take advantage of his people. Amen. Even though he prophesied that this nation was going to captivity, he is going to destroy everyone that has ever come against Israel. Everyone. Amen. You think they're shedding blood. You ain't seen blood yet. I'm sorry that this seems to escape our mind because of the falsehoods of Christianity and where they done taught us. But the bottom line is, that is the truth. Now let's look at Ezekiel 35, verse 10, through verse 15. And let's watch this for a second. Read on. Because thou hast said, these two nations and these two countries shall be mine, mm -hmm. and we will possess it, whereas the Lord was there. Now you see, you know, these people, Mount Sierra and all this other stuff, which you're going to see is Esau, Edom. And so these people have enticed evil men to speak against us and to cause us to be taken and made desolate both naturally and spiritually. I am amazed at the dismal ignorance of Israelites today, how we will swallow anything that their world sells to us, hook, line, and sinker. But then when the father raises up a man to speak his words of truth to bring us into the kingdom, we kick, we dig in our heels, we rebel, we become ignorant, we become motionless, we don't have any, we don't know what to do, we get paralyzed. Remarkable, isn't it? 
Read on, brother. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord God, mm -hmm. I will even do according to thine anger and according to thine envy, which thou hast used out of thy hatred against them. Mm -hmm. And I will make myself known among them, which I have judged thee. Uh-huh. And thou shalt know that I am the Lord, and that I have heard all thy blasphemies which thou hast spoken against the mountains of Israel. What this is is the judgment of God that is pronounced on any nation that has come against Israel, especially to pollute them, pervert them, and do anything contrary to his will. Read on. Saying, they are laid desolate. They are given us to consume. Come on. Thus, with your mouth, ye have boasted against me and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard them. The way people do that is they actually speak against God's people. Read on. Thus saith the Lord God, when the whole earth rejoiceth, I will make thee desolate. I am going to make you desolate. Come on with it. As thou didst rejoice at the inheritance of the house of Israel, mm -hmm. because it was desolate, and so will I do unto thee. Thou shalt be desolate, O Mount Zire, all Adumia, even all of it, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Isn't that something? O Mount Sierra, Esau, Aduma, Adominium, they're going to be, um, they finish. I'm telling you, because the father hates Esau. Amen. That's just all there is to it. More problems with y'all people. We cry out for the most high to heal us, yet we stay in rebellion against him. Then we wonder why he hasn't healed us. We teach our people here that real, true repentance and restoration is the perfect will of the Father. That's what we teach, brothers and sisters. We teach here that sanctification is the actual antidote to spiritual and physical diseases. Sanctified, being set apart. 2 Timothy 2.22. Flee also youthful lust. Flee, that means run away from youthful lust. Isn't that something? You know, you, you, youthful, you know, I, what, what is considered youthful? I'll consider youthful. Let me see, you can't even be president in this country unless you're 35 years old, right? Right. I wonder why they do that. One kind of they don't let nobody be president at 20 years old. Do you, anybody? <laughs> yeah. All right, 30, 30. Why come they don't let 30 years old? Come on, why come they don't even that? Even a heathen know better. Amen. You can't even be an elder in Israel until you're at least 30. I wonder why that is. You remember 20? Uh, vaguely. 21, 22, 23. You remember those years? Vaguely, yeah. Was you puffed up? Stupid. Stupid? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're answering right now from now. I'm answering, <laughs> answering way back then. Did Stupid you know it all? Time. Uh, no, not all of it. I thought I did. You thought you did. Yeah. So you didn't know it all. No, I just thought I did. <laughs> you're still answering from what? This age. Right. Back then, you thought you knew it all. You had answers there. That I, you know, because I did. No, oh, yeah. never mind. Amen. I'm not going to stretch us beyond measure. <laughs> Stuff is getting complicated. Amen. <laughs> Read on. But follow righteousness. Follow righteousness. That, that's something good, isn't it? Follow righteousness. Faith, faith, charity, Char love, peace, peace, and with them that call on the Lord, with them, with them, with them, with them that follow the who? They call on the. They call on the Lord out, out of what? A pure heart. Out of a see, you, he's telling you who to follow. I want to be like Mike. Oh, Lord. Read on, brother. 
But foolish and unlearned questions. Avoid. What do you do about them? Avoid them. You avoid them. Come on. Knowing that they do gender strife. Isn't that something? And I get mad because most people get upset because I won't answer a lot of these questions. Or you know the reason why? I'm going to say how smart I am. Can I say how smart I am? I'm going to say how smart I am, okay? The reason why I don't answer a lot of people's questions is because they already got the answer. Amen. So if I don't answer a question, a lot of times, if I don't answer your question, I already know you think you know the answer. But if I do answer your question, then I know you don't know the answer and you're really truly looking for the answer. And if I don't know the answer to your question, I ain't going to answer it anyway. Amen. I'm not like some people who got to answer for everything. Amen. I'm sorry. There are a lot of things I have yet to experience I don't have an answer for. There's a lot of things I don't have knowledge for. I don't have an answer for. So why even set you up for failure and give you a perceived what I call to be maybe an answer? Uh -huh. Ain't no telling what you may go do with it. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to put myself or you in that position. Amen. If I don't know, I don't know. Come on. And the servant of the Lord must not strive. That's me. Must not strive. Anybody serving the Lord, I'm going to include you too now. You must not strive. What, what, come on, what must you do though? But be gentle unto all men. Be gentle unto all men. Apt to teach. Apt to teach. Patient. Patient. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. I try to do that all the time. If God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. See, people, most people, yeah, they'll try to acknowledge the truth, but you don't ever see the repentance there. Ah, oh, that's the truth, brother. Yeah, that's the truth, brother. Yeah, that's the truth, brother. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the repentance. Amen. We get deceived with somebody. Yeah, brother, you just told you. Yeah, yeah. You know how many people I've seen sit up here and acknowledge the truth and then turn around and get out of your presence and do the very opposite You know why? Because there was no pain there. There was no repentance. There was nothing to change the heart or the mind. Come on with it. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. No, the devil don't live, man. There ain't no such thing. That's a figment of your imagination. Don't you know that? <laughs> right. That's how most people live their life. You know, the devil's in Africa. He's in Jamaica and Haiti and all that. Yeah, man, you know, ain't no devil in America. <laughs> That's the philosophy. Instead of us sending all these damn damnable missionaries over there, we need to tell them countries to bring some missionaries over here. Because all we're doing is tearing up the whole world, this perverted thing called so-called Christianity. Uh -huh. Read on. Who are taken captive by him at his will. So the devil, he takes captive people by, their will at all, by his will all the time. Read on. That was it. All right. So God is here to save us, right? Amen. Heal us and deliver us. Hey, he cannot do these things if we don't, if we, hey, if we continue to rebel against him, you can forget about it. He can't do it. Amen. But you understand what it means to be free, you will be free. Because he who the son said free is. Free indeed. When they say free indeed, that means you free indeed. That means you free to go good deeds. Last verse, Psalms 51, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart. This God. is what David said. Huh? Dawid said, create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right See, He come to that knowledge of that truth right there after he understood his transgression against the most high. Um, today, people don't even repent. You know that? Have you noticed how hard and obstinate people have gotten today? There's no shame with seeing it even today. Huh? Amen. 
The Bible says it's a shame to even speak of those things that were done in darkness. And, and these people, they don't even care. <sighs> oh, Lord. Amen. Heart is callous, cold, hard, and indifferent. It's black as hell. It truly is. But David said, create me a clean heart. Renew me a right spirit. Come on. Cast me not away from thy presence. Cast me not away from thy presence. Come on. And take not thy Holy Spirit take from me. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Man, this is a smart man right here. This is a smart man right here. And uphold me with thy free spirit. Free spirit. He know what's holding him up. Uh Come on. Then will I teach transgressors. The ideal is when you come to the knowledge of the truth of the condition that you have been in and you asking God for restoration is, is to go and to teach other people who are transgressors the way of the most high. Not for you just to sit up on your sorry, do nothing, and do nothing. We got that perfected here in America. Yes, sir. This is the laziest country in the world. Amen. Yeah, it is too. Lazy. Well, I ain't going to say it's lazy. There's other countries lazy in this. This is the laziest country I know of. I've been to a few of them too. Just a few of them, brother. Yeah. And this, this country is pathetic. I agree. The, the people are stupid. The dumb is I don't know what. I'm going to show you how dumb we are. I was talking to Brother Doug Bell about this. You'll get somebody who get an idea to make up a business, make a corporation and stuff, go get a loan from big banks. All right? Get successful off the backs of the American people and the consumers and stuff. All right? Consumers get to complain about the wages and stuff. Ah, no big deal. We got the politicians and the senators and everybody in our back pocket and stuff. We'll raise up. We'll make up some treaties. Gap to cap to NAFTA overseas and stuff. Well, you get your your unions, you're complaining about your little wages and everything. No big deal. I'll just close up my doors and I'll ship my my company overseas and I'll pay somebody else less wages than I was paying you in the beginning. Now you ain't got no job. man. And then you know what I do? I'll still come back over here. I'll ship them back over here and sell you the same product. Same product. You know why? Because you Americans are stupid. You dumb and you ain't got no sense. And even if we taking advantage of you, you don't know it. As long as you got a piece of bread in your in your hand in your mouth or something like it, you don't carry anyway. The best you've been able to produce in America in the last two hundred years is complaining. Well, what's the solution? Well, if you want to know the solution is support the companies, support the co- the companies that support your country. Instead of going to Walmart, go to Kroger. There ain't no Kroger in Germany. I probably I didn't see one. I know there ain't no Kroger in China or Malaysia. Look at them looking. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest buying Chevy because you may buy a Chevy, but you got an Isuzu engine. I support the Japanese because we blew the hell out of their country for no reason at all. Amen. We just tore them all up. Sir. I wouldn't buy anything Chinese if you can help, but you go to Walmart, notice the American flag gone. 
You know why? Because they ain't proud to be Americans. They're proud to be globalists. Soon the star going to be gone. That's too close to America. That's why you're seeing all the labels look like communist Russia. Yeah. They, 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 because they're too cheap to even put color on their labels. That's true. Generic. But you dumbass Americans can't be told nothing. You'll take a punch over somebody because, well, look at this veneer. Look at how he carries himself. Look at that. But you're too stupid to even know what's going on in front of because you can't open your eyes. Instead of going to all these little local town uh, stores and all these, instead of going to these big corporations, stuff, go to the local town stores where the mom and pop uh, businesses are at. So what? You spend an extra twenty dollars. Put down your damn cigarettes and your booze. You'd have an extra twenty. Amen. 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 Anyway, I'm tired of giving folks advice. As long as we got it, Amen. you know. I'm. You know what I mean. I, I'm only here for the people of Israel, our people Amen. and stuff. So let the rest of the fools perish. Amen. That's what they're going to do too. But we're going to be wise. Amen. Like I said, boy, we look like fools. 12 years ago when we started all that, man, we look like Pratt and Fools. Now we look like we're so smart. Man, we look so smart. We look so smart. One thing you can't get from Americans, though, boy, you can't get them boogers to sweat, though. Uh -uh. You can't get, man, I ain't, I'm not even going to try to use Americans. You can't even get people to even sweat at all nowadays. They're, they're scared as hell of work. Amen. I might, I might, I might, I might, my knees might get weak. I might faint. You think I'm kidding, brother? Oh, you're right. People are scared to death of labor, man. I'm tired. Well, if you ain't tired, then what are you? I tell you what, y'all, you're lazy. Amen. Sorry. Sorry. I yeah. ah, never mind. Read, finish reading. Did you read it? Uh, no, all of it. Go ahead. And sinners shall be converted. And the whole ideal is, is when you come to yourself, that sinners will be converted. See, most people ain't serious. About this way, brothers and sisters. Amen. I told you, I've calculated years ago. Years ago. And mind you, I was a young man then. Very young man. Very young man. Very young man. And, I, and I'll tell you one thing. I figured out way back then. I said, you know what? Everything I've been doing, it, I, it's been able, I've been able to exist and live, but I've been one off the most high. And then I sat and did an evaluation look. You know, every year, especially during Passover time, I sit back and look, look in the evaluation of the year past. I don't go back 50 years ago. 30, I ain't even, you know, I don't even go back all those years. I just go back for that year because I'm supposed to have been taking care of things year to year to year. So I look at that year past and I get everything make sure right because I know what? You know, wise men would learn from the mistakes of the past and never repeat them again. That's why we need to know our history book. There's a reason why the Jewish people I don't think I got Leviathan either because I said Jewish. I did it for a reason. And only people, only Israel here understand what I'm talking about. So the rest of you go back to sleep. Anyway, there's a reason why the Jewish people always says remember the Holocaust and never again. Because they're always conscious of anything that has an appearance of anti-Semitism. 
And Israel, my people, they know not nothing. We're not conscious of nothing. So when they say never again, they got it in their minds. They're taught from a child up what it means to be discriminated against, what it means to be Jewish in this world. But Israel, my people, they don't know nothing. So I try to teach us to help us to be conscious all the time of everything that I can think of and stuff, and, and we just simple. I know one thing. One thing about this teaching, boy, it sure is pretty effective. Yes, sir. Hmm? Amen. Pretty effective. I had somebody write me and say, you always coming down on them people. I said, they don't take it that way. I don't know. Why. I mean, you do. I mean, you must be wicked. <laughs> I mean, why are you getting offended? You ain't here. Amen. And if they're so bad off, come and deliver them. Right. Amen. Or quit, quit watching. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the channel. Quit watching. There's a whole bunch of lies and deceivers out there you can listen to. Amen. YouTube, pack with them. I had old WWCR. Uh, they couldn't get the number because we had changed the number and stuff. So they, they wrote me an email. Wrote me an email and said, Pastor Dow, we need to talk to you about coming back on the air. And I go, uh-huh. Isn't that something? You don't want me on the air because you ain't going to like what I'm going to tell you I'm going to pay. Just like I did the first time. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to pay. I'm not going to pay what you you say if I get on I'm going to tell you what I'm going to pay and that's how it's going to work you have to understand when I was on shortwave and stuff people was paying $140, $160 an hour I was paying $1 a minute and they go how you do that I said because I'm the head and not the tail that's what God says about the people of Israel God, Israel don't know how to be the head because they're too busy being the ass all of their lives. And that's what we are for sin. We show our ass for sin, don't we? And the Amen. biggest, biggest sin that Israel got is ignorance. Amen. Why? Because they're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Amen. Get some true knowledge, reject it, and throw it away. Something foolish. <laughs> One thing about being here, you will become and learn how to be sound in mind and spirit. Amen. You'll know what it means to be an Israelite. Amen. And you'll have respect for the appreciation for the war. We thank the Father for the word day. Yes, Father, we thank you for your words of truth. We pray only that these sins sink deep down into our hearts that they will bring forth the fruit. Fruit unto life. Thank you for your truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. amen. God bless y'all. King coming. Hope y'all learned something. So y'all see how God's jealous for us? So stop prostituting yourself and whoring yourself around all these other crazy ways then, all right?